0: what is up guys welcome back to the adrian Alvarez podcast as always i am your host adrian Alvarez, and always let's cut right to the chase today we are going more into the social media side of things uh really the importance of sharing your story and your uniqueness and your qualities your whatever it is that you have to differentiate yourself from other people because we know what does instagram have like a billion users now it's ridiculous crazy number, right? It's a good thing and a bad thing. Well, no, I wouldn't say bad. But it makes it a little bit more difficult to stand out, right? The more people there are, the more eyes are going to be all over the place. And I mean, I'll be honest with you, how many real estate agents do you know on Instagram? How many branding experts? How many um, marketing guys? How many sales guys? There's a lot, right? Of each niche that you find, it's going to be about, who knows, thousands and thousands of people doing the same thing, right? So how do we differentiate ourselves and actually find the people that we need to find or have our ideal client find us because say someone is looking for a marketing expert and that is you and they find thousands of pages that have that in their bio or say that they do that now who do they choose to work with you know and a lot goes into it Uh, credentials and testimonials and, and some proof that you know what you're doing obviously um but The main focus of today's episode is the importance of your story and it goes into personal branding, right? So personal branding, no matter for me, in my opinion, no matter what business you're in is key to standing out. Uh, One of the best at doing is Gary Vee, you know, he's one of the stronger personal brands I see out there and it's kind of like people know who Gary Vee is, and then they know what he does after you know because he makes sure he's in front of the camera, he says his what he feels his his um his ideas, and basically just in every video you hear something new about him, you know, and he shares his life story, which is good and I think that's the best way to start standing out on social media, uh especially if you're someone on Instagram who is having a hard time trying to be different from the crowd, and it can get difficult because there's that line of like Yeah, you still want to be posting consistently and and having some kind of order to it. But for me, I'm thinking, well, don't take too much uniqueness out of your page or out of your profile because now it ends up looking like everybody else's. So if you're told, hey, you're supposed to post videos only on this day and post this on this day and post this way, post that way, whatever it is. And I really, truly think it's going to be different for everybody. What works for one guy or girl won't work for someone else. And I think that's just, that's a good thing, right? It's like you have to toy around and mess and experiment with a lot of things to figure out what people really resonate with the most according to what message you're trying to get out there. So for me, I'll be honest, I I feel like I do it all. I can post a carousel, which, uh, you know, they they do okay. Uh, Videos, um, haven't done memes in a while, but again, the memes would hit and then they would miss. But I have a buddy who after he started posting memes, his page really took off, right? And at the same time, it's not me saying, Oh, he took off with memes, I got to do memes. It's not that at all. It's different for everybody on this platform, right? So what works for this business may work for you if you try it. If it doesn't, it doesn't mean that your business sucks. It means you maybe you just got to get something out there. So my advice to people trying to differentiate themselves which is the whole point is to share more about yourself and and build that trust within your audience to know like who the hell is this guy or girl who runs this page anyway like what do they do where they from uh sometimes people don't even know the person's name you know what i mean like something as simple as that or their last name right so i try to put my full name adrian alvarez in all my posts so people just have an idea of who i am right and uh when i first started looking for people to connect with i noticed that i gravitated towards people more when they were willing to share something about themselves. So I was kind of personal and maybe not easy to share, you know, like failures and, and uh mistakes that they made. But I think it humanizes your brand as well and makes people say, oh, you know what? I, I like that about them. And to be honest with you, I think it attracts people more. So uh Seth Godin, uh in, in a marketing standpoint, Seth Godin has a really good example. He talks about how an emotional Uh, connection is huge and a story is huge for your brand or for your company your business and his example is you can have a kid at the corner selling his lemonade in front of his house right and like every car that passes by sees his lemonade stand and to get to this lemonade stand you know you got to get out of your car give the kid two bucks and you get your thing right but there could be a vending machine maybe even more conveniently placed for you and you're thinking, well, the, lim- the vendor, the-, the vending machine could give me a lemonade. But this kid has a sign that says, you know, raising money to buy a new bike. Something as simple as that. People more than likely will gravitate towards the kid unless you're, you just don't like kids. I don't know. But uh, the example is obviously that this emotional connection you have to this kid just out here grinding, out here trying to get some money, um, you know, taking time out of his day to sit in the sun and sell lemonade to people. That's something that like I think makes an emotional connection to you as a client, as a consumer, because you're saying, Oh, that's pretty cool. Like I can relate to this kid. You know, I remember when I wanted a bike or a new video game and, and it's cool that he's taking initiative and saying, All right, well let me bring out a lemonade stand. And another good example, um I think I think it was episode of uh, like the Gary Vee vlog, right? And he's uh driving And he's like, oh, we got to stop. We got to stop. And he goes to a kid and the kid's selling lemonade. Perfect example. Right. He's selling lemonade. And I think Gary tells him, like, kid, I love the grind. I love the work. This, This is awesome. You know, true entrepreneur right here. And, you know, the kid doesn't even know who Gary is. Right. And he's just looking at him like, oh, thanks, sir. And I think Gary, you know, gives him 20 bucks rather than two bucks for the lemonade, whatever. And he just, you know, he leaves. But he's like, you know, something like that. Really catches your attention because you don't see that often, right? You don't see someone just out there hustling, right? But when you do, it's like, oh man, I, I kind of want to give them my my business. And all it takes is like a story, you know what I mean? Um, and I think it's the effort as well. But I think if you start sharing your story more on social and saying a little bit, and I'm not saying you got to tell your whole life story, it's completely going to be uh, dependent on what you want to share. But I think storytelling and being able to relate to people, because you might think, oh, if I tell this story, people aren't going to like it. Uh, Or if I say my views on something from what I've learned growing up, maybe some people won't like it. But that's the thing about it. People won't. Maybe some people won't relate to you at all. I talk about like my baseball experiences on my Instagram sometimes. Maybe some people never even played a sport, uh, never even watched baseball or hate baseball. It could be any of those things. And they don't relate to that story. But on the other hand, there might be a couple hundred people that find my page and go, oh, man, he's a baseball player. That's awesome. You know, I've played baseball, too. I wanted to be in the pros and I have a similar story. So it's it's less about saying like, all right, let me share a story that everyone can relate to. Don't do that. Right. We always talk about like we want the the worst mistake you can make is making something that's for everyone. Make something that's specifically for everyone. Um, your, your actual consumer or your ideal client, I should say very specifically, right? Um, you know, people from 20 to 30 who make this much a year, specific, right? But this story is gonna be pretty specific too because it's specifically your story, whether you were a former, uh, who did I meet one time? I, I met someone who was a fitness instructor, but they used to be like a real estate agent and just sharing stuff like that might get the interest of someone who went down that same path and is doing the same thing. Rather than trying to tell a story that you think everyone can relate to, tell the true story. That's the whole point of being, or making a personal brand, right? Being authentic and genuine, and trying to make sure that you're not sugarcoating anything. Like, yeah, this shit sucked one time, and I failed, Um, like that. And that's why I talk about the baseball experience, so people know like how I even got to this point. And every time I do lives with people, they ask me, you know, how how'd you get into entrepreneurship, or how'd you get into this page? And I don't say, well, one day. I just say, you know what, I want to be an entrepreneur. I say straight up, no, this wasn't the plan, really. Uh, The plan was to be a professional baseball player, right? So something very, very difficult, and it didn't happen. And I started finding something else in my life that I wanted to chase and a new purpose. And I think I've met people who have related to that completely because they were in sports as well. And I think when you share that story, it resonates with people. And these are the people that you have a deep connection with because it's like, damn, like, if I knew this person in real life, like, physically, if we lived in the same area, I know we would be friends. But I would have never known that if I didn't share my story with people. And obviously, I still have a lot more to share on my Instagram, but I just encourage you to actually get out there. It's I mean, obviously, it's not going to be you know, one day you just share everything. No, it's, you know, it's a gradual process. I I started sharing small things about like where I work or or where I went to school, why I went to school for it, things like that. Um, But I think the misconception that a lot of people think about is like, oh, if I share my story, how is that really valuable for my audience? You know, my my audience follows me for my marketing or for my sales uh, technique or, or my sales value, right? But for me, I'm thinking, you know, that's all fine, but if you want to start building trust and some relationships that are going to be crucial to your growth as an entrepreneur, then you have to share that story. Um I'm not going to say their names, but there are people on my Instagram who have shared a lot about their story and I love it. And I don't think in my head, oh, this isn't valuable to me. For me it's valuable. Maybe to other people they don't care about the story. That's the point. You know, you'll find people who don't care. That's fine, but then you'll find people who really care. And I have a buddy who, you know, played baseball as well and is doing something uh, that that he felt that he needed to start doing after baseball was over. And I completely understood where he was coming from. And he's one of the ones I, I, like, trust the most on the platform and, and, like, really relate to his story. And, you know, it all started because he started sharing the story. So the main point is if you're trying to differentiate yourself, stand out, and pretty much be unique – It's about being you, right? It's about sharing your story, what your experiences were, whether you had a hard upbringing, an easy upbringing, just say it, you know? People are going to make judgments on your story, whether you like it or not, whether it was a great, uh, underdog story, or if you've kind of been in a good position all the time, like whatever the case is, you know, don't try to make it worse than what it is or better than what it was, you know? Um, one of the stories of like Gary Vee, he, he says like a story that he took over his dad's, uh, wine store then kind of grew it and things like that and people like to say that he was um already in a good position but obviously he like knows that that's gonna happen people are gonna think that and he put in the hard work and whatever the case may be no one's gonna know your true story unless you actually share it right And even then, you might not share 100% of it, but if you share enough, because that's what I'm saying also, you don't have to share every single bit, but gradually start getting your story out there and showing your personality a little bit more, I I really feel like you'll start gaining trust uh, because you're, you're being truthful, right? You're telling people straight up, it hasn't always been perfect. And I think that's the best way to build your personal brand because people know you're not someone who's just claiming to be an expert, who's never failed. You're someone that they can relate to. That's showing the journey and showing the actual process of how to get to where you're trying to go rather than just saying, I'm already here. People love to see that journey. I love to see that journey because how cool is it to, I mean, anybody, celebrities and artists and and actors, actresses, you see where they started and where they end up. It's it's inspiring, encouraging, and shows that other people can do it as well. So if you're able to share the process and the journey, I think you'll end up having a lot uh, better connections with people than if you didn't, right? So that's all. Uh, just want to get straight to the point today, like always. Uh, and always, man, if you guys ever have any questions, comments, concerns, anything you want to hear about on the podcast, please shoot me a DM, Adrian Michael three. And as always, thank you guys so much for taking time out to listen to this. And whatever time it is where you're at, have a good rest of your day or night, afternoon, morning, whatever time it is. But thank you guys for listening. And have a great one what is up everybody welcome back to the asian novice podcast and all these intros are always pretty much the same let's be honest with you but i don't know for some reason i really like to make people feel comfortable when they're listening to me or on my instagram page things like that so i always want to at least give you a warm welcome and say i do appreciate your time that you're giving me to actually listen to this message and listen to the podcast episodes if this isn't the first one you listen to if it is welcome and let's get into it so today on Instagram, I made a post talking about things that I see uh, being a big issue and uh, in more in the entrepreneurial world, but I guess, you know, you can add it to anyone's personal life as well uh, if they're struggling with this, but uh, it's about external events. So things we can't control, but a whole other conversation can tell you, well, what do we control and what don't we control, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But the main point is People stress over the wrong things, right? I I think so. So the reason I brought this up was because last night I was watching an interview between Mark Manson, who was the author of The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, and him and Tom Bilyeu. They were having a conversation on Impact Theory, the show that Tom Bilyeu, uh hosts. And then today I listened to Mark talk again to Ryan Holiday, who I've talked about a couple of times on here. And Mark has this idea of like, some things require your attention and some things don't. And I think people try to say like, you know, I'm just not going to stress over anything. I don't give a fuck about anything at all. Nothing bothers me. But it's, that's not the case. And it kind of goes back into stoicism. So what Marcus Aurelius would say is objective judgment now at this very moment, unselfish action now at this very moment, willing acceptance now at this very moment of all external events. So, going into Mark Manson's book The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, he talks about it's not that you just don't care about anything, it's that you find the right things to actually give a shit about. So people might think, "Oh, I'm just not going to care about anything. You have to care at some point or another, you know, give some kind of attention to things, but make sure they're the things that actually matter, right?" So, for example, uh and he had a really good example that, you know, I've made the mistake of saying, but it's, Pretty much saying, you know, I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what anyone thinks or or says about me or my work. But you kind of have to care a little, right? You have to get feedback. You have to see what works and what doesn't. Um, Of course, there's a fine line. And that's the whole thing you should be practicing. Finding that good balance of what to focus on and what not to focus on. And I've talked about this a lot uh, more often on Instagram. But a couple times on here too. I said That's a mistake I see a lot of times with people on Instagram uh, that I met in person and people that are trying to make something out of themselves, whether it's a personal brand or, or a marketing agency or, I don't know, just an Instagram page, right, a personal brand page. And they, they worry about, you know, well, what this person is doing, how this person reacted to this, uh, how this person is having success or how this person quit. And it's like, yeah, those are things, you could care about those things, but is it very beneficial to you to care about them? And more often times than not, it's not. It's not going to do you any good worrying about what he or she did. Uh, sometimes it will. You know, sometimes it could teach you things, but more often times than not, you're just kind of wasting your time. So I like to remind myself of a couple questions in multiple situations. So this can go for anyone, whether you are getting um, uh, cut off in traffic Listening to someone and someone argue at the store, which I see a lot working in customer service, uh, dealing with bad customers, dealing with bad people, uh, friends, girls, boys, people just, you know, disappointing you, ghosting you. You know, people my age would probably be very related, uh, could very relate to that situation, being upset about that, right? But always remind yourself of these questions. What do I control in this situation? Do you control this person not texting you back? No, you don't. Do you control the weather? You don't. So you can't depend your mood and your feeling on what someone else can have uh, or what someone else can do for themselves. So they can choose to not take you back. But you can also have the power to choose how you respond, right? So what do I control in this situation? Be completely honest with yourself. This is where self-awareness is key. Can I respond in a way that's beneficial to me? Instead of saying, you know what, why didn't you text me back? That's ridiculous. You shouldn't have done that. And again, we go back. There's a fine line. You don't want to let yourself get disrespected or anything like that. But at the same time, it's like, is it really worth your time? You can easily just say, you know what, I understand how that person feels. Or this situation, is just not worth my time. It's not worth it to argue with the customer, to honk my horn and yell at someone while I'm in my car. It's just not. And lastly, it's how can I control my own thoughts, behaviors, and actions? Again, we can't control what other people do, say or think, how they behave. As much as I'm sure a lot of us would like to, we can't. People were raised differently. People were taught differently. And they maybe they just don't know better or don't know enough to be at your level of competence and, and behavior in public, you know? I mean, let's just talk about the pandemic. See people arguing with other people about the mask. and And it's frustrating because it's like come on man you know the rules like (laughs) no one wants to get into this argument but if you come into the store without the mask and we can't let you in and and at the same time it's kind of like this whole situation just blows up and it's just like damn really like (laughs) and i feel in my head it's not even worth it some people just get it some people don't whatever uh whether you think it's wrong or right it's just i don't know it's just how it is you know um in that case you know not most cases but anyway um But I think if you're able to really dissect every situation, and you might think, well, I don't have time to do all that thinking. Of course not. But we've talked about it before on working on response time into different situations, especially when it gets like split-second decisions on how to react to something. Obviously, the first time, you're probably going to snap. But then the second time, you'll be a little bit better. The third time, you're a little bit better. And fourth, fifth, you're, you're a pro at it. You know how to respond. Nothing gets to you in a way that shouldn't get to you. You know, you don't get all angry at a customer for being angry you know what, what good is it going to do you now you're both mad right um and the reason i've been able to experience it, i know this because i've had it happen a lot and that's what i mean at first i was very upset if a customer got mad at me or if someone didn't write me back or text me back and i'm like damn why am i getting ignored but at the, at the same time i would say you know what all right how do i control what do i have control in this situation? can I respond in a way that's beneficial? And how do I start controlling my own thoughts, behaviors and actions in this situation? And I always want to make sure it's beneficial to me. Because why the fuck wouldn't I want that, right? And I think a lot of people let things get to them and it's where the emotional side of things come into. But that's kind of digressing off the actual point of the podcast, which is Focusing, again, people, on what you can control rather than what you can't and having that fine line of what is actually worth your time, your attention, and actually your action. What do you want to actually do? And, and, you know, everything is going to require time. What do you want to put your time into? Arguing with someone or working on a way that you can respond in a beneficial way. And it ends up probably being a win-win because now, in my experience, this customer is more calm because I'm more calm, right? I can... Enforce that emotion onto them once you become, I guess, more more mindful of the situation, right? You know how the situation plays out because you've been in that position. So my advice to you guys, just ask yourself these questions in situations that might seem like they could get out of control. Uh, what do you control in the situation? One more example. Someone cuts you off in traffic. You can't. It, it just happened. It, it sucks, right? Someone You were waiting and they cut you off. What do you control? How you respond? And can you respond in a way that's beneficial to you? Take a deep breath. Move on, right? Let's just relax. You know, how how crazy do you look beeping the horn and yelling at someone? They can't hear you in the car. You look crazy. They cannot hear you. And I think that when I see other people, I'm like, look at this guy or look at this woman, like, just yelling in their car at someone. No one can hear you. You look crazy. Stop. (laughs) I'm like, and lastly how can you control your own thoughts behaviors and actions and i think that's with through repetition practice and really building the the i guess practices in your own head saying like oh wait this is a perfect opportunity for me to start asking myself these questions of what can i control how can i respond and with that i think you start building the equanimity that you need to actually move on in any situation good and bad adversity um good things happening whatever the case and i'll tell you right now You'll be so glad you start doing this because I think it just builds the resilience, the perseverance, the grit that you need. And this is going back to entrepreneurship, that you need to build a business, that you need to have some kind of resilience when you're dealing with situations where you're trying to build something out of nothing. Time is very valuable, right? So if you're wasting it on shit that you can't even control, imagine how much time is, is actually not even being used to its full benefit. So think about this. If someone cuts you off or mistreats you or whatever the case, that's more on their character. That's on them, not on you, right? Don't take it personal because this person, who knows what this person is going through? I have many coworkers and I've told them too. Why do you let this other person bother you so much? Do we have control of how these people behave and act? No, we don't. Unfortunately, we don't. If we did, I'm sure they'd act like civil civil people in here, not yelling at another customer or being mad cuz the line is too long and stupid shit that doesn't even I just can't I can't fathom my the thought of complaining about a line being long. It's just the line's long. There's not enough cashier. Whatever the case is, I'm sure you've been in that position. But at the same time it goes back to how we react, what we control and how we respond. So start working on that. And Marcus Aurelius says it. Objective judgment. Now at this very moment. Be objective. Don't add anything to it. Unselfish action. Let's see how we can respond in a way that's beneficial to us. And then willing acceptance at the very moment. Accept it for what it is. People are going to be assholes sometimes. That doesn't mean you have to be one too. It just means you have to be more resilient to not letting that bad negative energy attach itself to you be that beacon of light that some of these people wish they probably had because then they wouldn't even act the way they do, right? So that's about it right now. Um, But yeah, I just really wanted to talk about that because I I, I see it a lot. People worrying about and talking about things that probably don't even deserve their time. They think they do. They try to justify that it does, but it doesn't. Just work on yourself because more oftentimes than not, you're going to be a lot more happier doing that and using your time for that than giving it to people that just don't get it. So, if you enjoyed this episode, please, please share it. Uh, I haven't really been saying that, but I should, because I do appreciate the shares that I have gotten about the episode and the feedback. Um, as always, I'm Adrian Michael 3 on Instagram. Reach out to me with any questions. I'm more than happy to help any way I can. And uh, for the rest of the day, you know, hopefully you can put these questions into action. Hopefully you're not put in a shitty situation, but let's be honest. They're going to happen whether we want them to or not. So, hopefully we can work our way into a way that we can better respond to those questions and make it beneficial for us to learn from each and every one of those, right? So no matter what time of the day it is, I hope you have a good night, a good afternoon, good morning, and hope you kill it today. Thank you guys so much for listening.